0: Do You have this strong intuitive feeling that you are just destined to build a business and a life that stands out amongst the rest, but you just don't know how to get there. I feel you. I've been there and I can see that you are another fellow flamingo just waiting to take flight. My name is Megan Shallow, social media guru and founder of VNL Media Consulting. And this is exactly what I have done through building my own beautiful empire that has become a unicorn in the social media management world, as well as a safe space for entrepreneurs to feel empowered with their digital marketing. All of this was founded on the basis of three magical words. Breathe, nourish, and love. Are you ready to learn how to be that entrepreneur who shows up online and offline with confidence, has a business that makes an impact in this world, and lives a life full of connection, love, prosperity, and joy? If the answer is yes, then let's go. Hello, and we are back for another episode of Fly Flamingo Fly. And for those that are entrepreneurs running their social media accounts, It is coming to an end and it is time to reflect on all that you have done on social media this year, what you're going to keep, what you're going to do again, and what you are going to stop doing next year. So today is all about us doing a social media audit. And for those that aren't necessarily running businesses, but you are listening to this podcast anyway, one day you might use social media to support a cause, to run a fundraiser, to do an event. There will always be a reason to use social media. So these tips will definitely be useful for you too. So listen along. It's going to be interesting and you may have not looked at social media in this way before. So whether you're running a business or not, I am excited to let you into my brain and see how I look at each social media platform and evaluate and optimize in order for them to have strong foundations for success. Are you guys ready? All right. So what we are going to do first is we're just going to start with an overarching view of what's important for all social platforms, no matter whether you're TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, obviously, and Twitter. The only one that I probably won't mention ever is Snapchat, Um, but I'm sure the same applies in some way. So first, your profile photos. This is step number one in questioning how is your profile photo and not your profile photo for your personal account. We don't mind what that looks like, even though if you are a professional and you're running your business, I do recommend that your profile photo for your personal profile is just as professional as your business profile. But that is just my professional opinion. (laughs) Um, When you are looking to format or figure out what your profile picture is going to be, what you are going to be looking for is consistency. So you choose the logo that makes the most sense. And usually the logo is the main one that you put everywhere. Your logo is a stamp of your brand identity. It shows up on your packaging. It shows up on your website. It shows up on your business cards. It shows up everywhere. And it needs to also show up on social media. And the best place for that is your profile photo. Now, what most people make the mistake is they just take their formatted logo that their designer gave them and they just upload it to Facebook and Instagram and walk away. And the problem is that most of the time these are not optimized for the awesome little circles that Facebook has provided you for both Instagram and Facebook and even for Twitter and like YouTube and all of that. There's a very small circle. So if your logo is not centered in that circle, you need to go to Canva or something, place it on a background that matches the same background your logo is on and make it optimized so that it's centered in the circle and it's consistent across all social media platforms. So the same logo that is on your Facebook should be the same logo on your Instagram. It should be the same logo on your LinkedIn profile. It should be the same logo every single place you go because people need to recognize that exact brand logo every every place on the internet. So that is just my little tangent for that. Okay, so that's for all social platforms. You always get a logo to upload put it on there. You're going to be set for life. And then your cover photos. So most social platforms now do have cover photos. The biggest issue is the dimensions, but Canva is an amazing tool that will allow you to change the dimensions based on the social media cover photo. So if you need a cover photo for your LinkedIn, it's going to be a lot thinner than the one on your Facebook, but you do need it for both. So what I do recommend is looking at the cover photo kind of like a quick glimpse into the brand vibe that you want to bring to social media. The cool thing is on Instagram, you don't have a cover photo, but your whole Instagram feed is a cover photo. So that is where people get the vibe. But on Facebook and on Inst- on LinkedIn, as well as Twitter... There's no feed that you can get the vibe off of. So this one cover photo has to say it all. Usually what I do is I turn to my graphic designer. So if you have a designer on staff or someone that supports you in the brand building um, definitely lean on them to build you a cover photo and for Facebook I always recommend doing a slideshow because why not Um, it allows you to have more photos that can elevate your brand showcase all your offerings up to I think it's five or six photos and I'm a huge fan of leveraging that if you can the more opportunities to throw up content and add in some descriptions the better So with that, leverage the dimensions, make sure it showcases your brand vibe. If your logo doesn't have your photo in it, which most of the time it doesn't, but maybe you're a solopreneur or a small business and you are in charge of the brand in some way, there is an opportunity to put yourself into those cover photos. And of course, if you have any questions about these huge things, decisions, we are always on social media chatting away about it. You can follow us at BNL Social, as you know but if you really want to ask the deeper questions always send us a DM one of us is happy to answer you here at BNL so that is for all of the social things profile photo consistent cover photo consistent but also having a brand vibe that showcases everything you can about your brand you don't need to put the name of your company twice if the name of your company is on your logo you do not need to put it on your cover photo stick to, like say, for example, you're a salon, you have a brand, like a profile, your profile photo is your logo of your salon. And then your cover photo is a photo of what your salon actually looks like inside. Um, if you're a restaurant, same thing. Restaurant shows the logo on the profile photo, but the cover photo is actually a slideshow of the inside of the restaurant, the delicious food that the restaurant showcases, and even like desserts and drinks and shows and all of that stuff. So you can use your cover photo to really add those elements as if they were walking into your door for the first time to experience your Store, um, your restaurant, your salon, your brand, your office space. That really is what your cover photo is. Okay, tangent about cover photos done. I hope you guys are totally excited to go and update your cover photos now. (laughs) And then, one more thing with all social media platforms is you get the opportunity to do a bio. Now, in every single social media platform, the character limits are different, and that is the most frustrating part because you think you have a great bio, you've written it up on Facebook, you're like, yes, this is great, I'm going to use this everywhere, and then you go to Twitter and it gives you, like, no characters to use anything, then you go to LinkedIn and it gives you, like, a thousand characters to describe your business, and then you go to Instagram and you get 150 characters, Um, so all the rules are different. And I am gonna break down how to audit your Facebook specifically and your Instagram specifically on this podcast. But for now, what I really want you to think about when you're building bios across all your social media platforms is really thinking about how you can optimize this from a search engine optimization standpoint. So what keywords do you need to mention? Are you a pizza parlor in Kelowna? Are you a hair salon in Langley, B.C.? Are you a branding consultant in Vancouver, those are some things that you can think about from a search engine optimization standpoint so that people are finding you not only on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, wherever they're searching, but they're also going to stumble upon your, upon your social platforms through the power of Google. So you want to be able to rank everywhere. And of course, Google searches for terms. So your bio is going to be a great place for this. So across the board, across all platforms, wherever you go, have that in your thought. Okay. Okay. How can I make this SEO forward and SEO for those that are new into the marketing world and just expanding their knowledge with us right now, whether you're a flamingo flying as an entrepreneur or maybe just a flamingo in life in general, SEO stands for search engine optimization. And this is how you are able to find what you need on Google as well as any other social platform when you just search for something. So these are key components that are important for all social media platform building exercises. So no matter what happens with our social media world, whatever new things come forward, you will know how to optimize this as much as you can. Now, let's dive into Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is always first because, well, Facebook is the foundation that all social platforms, I swear, were built off of, even though Twitter and stuff came first, um... I strongly believe (laughs) that Facebook is the driving factor. Watching Twitter even adjust how they set up their platform after Facebook came in has really just shown how much of a leader this platform is. And it is not dying anytime soon, even though I know some people would love to boycott Facebook forever. We still must love it, especially after just how much success it has brought small businesses so far overall. So let's go and take a look at your Facebook. And I want you to listen to this podcast. And if you are a business owner, listen to this podcast and start to audit your social media at the same time. It can be really successful. But also if you don't have your computer with you right now, that's totally fine. Grab a notebook, write some notes, or just listen to this over and over again until you really know what's going on inside my brain. But either way, this is gonna be really fun. So I am going to be looking at my own social media, and of course, I am already starting to be like, hmm, maybe I could change this. Um, So with your social, the first thing you want to do is you want to land on your feed and be like, hmm, okay, is my logo centered and does it look good? Yes. How's my cover photo? Is it one photo? Could it be A carousel of photos for me, like I'm looking at BNL's feed right now and I'm like, heck yeah, we could do a carousel of images, which means like filling up all the images and turning it into a slideshow. So that's something that I'm totally going to do moving forward. And then looking at your title, what does your title say right now? Is it the name of your company or is it something else? Um, I do recommend having the name of your company on there. So mine says BNL Media Consulting, which is the official name of my business and what everyone searches for. And then also, if you are like, let's say if you're a doctor or a naturopath and you are specific to a location, there's an opportunity there to actually put the location in your title. So if you are, let's say, a dentist in Victoria, British Columbia, you could always be like, I don't know, dental clinic or dental integrative, let's say. That's the title of the company's name. And then put a dash there and be like Victoria BC. Um, You could always do that. And that's an opportunity to like optimize your search engine optimization. Um, This is only if you are a brick- and- mortar store specific to a company with no plans for expanding ever into an online world. If you do plan on expanding into an online world or you're a service-based company that does not require you to be in a specific location, you do not need to optimize this piece, which is the title um, of your company or of your business page. You do not need to opt- You do not need to optimize that in order to be location specific. And under that, you'll see that there's a username. Now the username is extremely important and a lot of people miss this. They throw numbers into the username, they have haphazard new usernames and there's no logic behind it. Um, And my rule of thumb is if you can get the username that matches the URL of your website, that is what is going to win for you. Now, if you were to be following BNLs, ours says at BNL Social. And that is because we are actually in a transition of changing BNL Media Consulting to our main uh, website handle to BNLsocial.com dot com and BNL Media Consulting will link up to it. I really love BNL Social. It's really become a brand of ours. I called my Business BNL Media Consulting. Back when I didn't know how to name a business, the government wanted me to tell them that it made sense to them. So, media consulting made sense to the government when I incorporated, and that is how the name became BNL Media Consulting. But everyone knows me as BNL, and on Instagram, we are known as BNL Social, so that works for me. So that's the username that we have right now. But if you have like your clinic name, your restaurant name. If you can't get your username specific to your handle, make sure the first words are part of your handle, and then afterwards you can always use like a description word. So let's say like one of my favorite pizza places in Kelowna is Denenzi's, but let's say Denenzi's was taken. You can do at Denenzi's Pizza, or if you're a hair salon, you can always do um, like Langley or hair, like let's, I'm trying to think of a name. Oh my gosh. Uh, Just trying to make up names as I go. Um, We have a favorite... I have a favorite clothing company called Vancouver Fashion Truck. Let's say Vancouver Fashion Truck was taken. You can say VFT Fashion, um, whatever you like. But as long as it's something that's related to your brand, that's great. But if you can get the same username as your website, please do it. Um, There are some rules on Facebook that it does tell you that there's you only have a couple I think it's 14 day window um, until you can change it again. So make sure you're changing it for the right reasons and you're not trying to change it a million times. Commit to the name and then make the change. Okay, so once you've done that, the next step is to go and check out What is it that people can see straight out of the gate? So underneath your title page, you've got home, about, reviews, events, and more. And you have the option to change this and organize it in your settings. So what I recommend is make sure you have the most important things that you want your people to see up at the front there. And then after that, everything else um, can kind of go in the more section. So if you have reviews, make sure those are easy to see right away when someone lands on your Facebook page. If you have your about section filled out, always make sure that's at the top. Top. Um, if you do run events, then having the event section is good there. But if you actually want people to maybe go to like if you're an Etsy store, if you want people to go to your Etsy shop, you want to send them there instead. So there's all those things that you want to edit in your page settings just to organize that and make sure it's in alignment with how you want people to see where like where you'd like people to go next. And then of course, the next thing is to where do you want people to go on Facebook, you get this one call to action button, a CTA button, it's bright blue, everyone gets one and you get to choose where it takes you. If on Facebook, you haven't even chosen what that button is going to do make a choice now. And if you haven't, if you've maybe just randomly chose, like when you first set this up, and you didn't even think about it, logically, start thinking about what is the best call to action button for my company. Do you want to send them to your website? maybe your website's out of date, maybe it's not even nice, maybe you don't like people going to your website, then don't send people to your website, get them to send you a message. Um, But learning more is great. You can also get people to sign up for your email marketing, all of those different things. Um, So choose the call to action button that fits for you. For us, we love inquiries coming through the messages on Facebook or Instagram. So on Facebook, we get people to send us a message. It's a great way to track and allows us to connect with our customers personally straight out of the gate. So as a service-based company, highly recommend send message. But if you're offering products and you want people to go to your website, that's also really great. So your choice, listen to your gut, but make sure you have that button all set. And then after that, with Facebook, it's really simple. Um, You just want to go in and fill your about section. So make sure all of the things are filled out properly. Your hours are there. The price is accurate. So maybe if you're like if you aren't a really high cost service, but some for some reason you've got three of those little like pound signs, make sure it's not three. Um, you want it to all be accurate, so you're representing your brand properly. If you don't have a location set, make sure there's a location set there even though you're e-commerce or somewhere maybe like you don't have a specific address, you want to make sure that you are your home base has a location because people trust when they know when where a business is from. So because we're in Vancouver, BC, even though technically I'm in Coquitlam, we do work within the Vancouver central area. So that's where we want to be seen and heard. So we have Vancouver, BC on ours. So think, make sure you have a location of some kind, even if it's not a specific address, it's still important and you must have it. Then next, of course, making sure that you've got your keywords set up properly, um, that they're accurate to wh- what your business actually does your hours, if you are a nine to five type business Monday through Friday, set that up properly rather than being always open so people can assume or know when they're gonna get a response from you. You can edit your price range, adjust any new information, putting phone numbers, etc., and then filling out that about section. So you get a small window for the main about, and then you have an additional information. So I would fill out as much as you can make sure those keywords are there and they're appropriate, but also that people can get a feeling for your brand and how they would feel if they were to talk to you personally. I'm a huge fan of throwing in a few emojis just to bring your brand vibe to life before they go and scroll your feed. But having that all filled out is extremely important. And then after that, you just You just start posting and then you're good to go. So that's Facebook. I love it. It's easy. An audit on Facebook is not too complicated. You just want to make sure that you've got all the information right and it's in alignment with where your business is at right now. These audits I recommend doing almost every year just to see where you were when you started, if there's any adjustments you want to make, because this is the window to your business from a new person. And if you're listening to this and you're like, just get to Instagram, Megan, no one cares about Facebook anymore. I strongly disagree with that in many ways. Instagram is so much fun, but when it comes to referrals, Facebook still is the driving lead of referrals through magical Facebook groups where everyone is connecting everyone through those powerful tools. So you wanna be seen so that if anyone tags you on Facebook in one of those groups when someone's looking for a service, they land on a page that feels professional, bright, welcoming, and also somewhere that they want to spend their money. So that's why Facebook's really important. And then of course, every single post on a social media platform helps boost your search engine optimization on Google. So that's another reason why Facebook's still important. All right, so that is it for Facebook. Love them, keep monitoring it, but you don't have to make any too, any changes too quickly. And now we are going to head on over to Instagram. Okay, Instagram is my favorite to audit for so many reasons, but the first is really because it just is... There's a lot of challenges that you have to face. And so with this one, we're going to start with the very top and to start from the very beginning, username, profile photo, and then we're going to slowly dive deep down. We're not going to go through curating a feed because it is a whole other conversation. And I'll be able to support you with that at some through BNL Media Consulting. Um, but what we really want to look at is first your username So the same thing applies with a username on Instagram, but I have gone through many a username in my history of owning this Instagram handle, BNL Social, and it took me a while to get to this very precise one but I will never change it ever ever again. So with the username you do want it to reflect your website handle if it makes sense. So I didn't love BNL Media Consulting. BNL Media Consulting also when I'm doing engagement doesn't get a lot of traction from people because they don't like the seeing the words media. Um, So that's why I chose BNL Social at the end of the day. Um, And that's, I don't know why I didn't think about that in the first place. (laughs) And so building a business based on an Instagram handle, also a really cool idea. Or building a business name anyway. So BNL Social is my username. And now I want you to look at yours and ask, is this a good username for my business? Is this the same as my URL? Do I need this dot or this underscore or maybe these two underscores? Or is there an opportunity for me to create a username that has no extra things in it so that it's a smooth, one, like cohesive username that people can say? Because you want you like it, How does it sound if I say, oh, go follow me at at BNL social or go follow me at BNL dot social underscore? Like these are the things that you need to think about when you're creating a username handle because you want people, you want to be able to speak out loud your username so that people can follow you. And I've seen this mistake being done multiple times with big businesses, and there's always a different way to approach it. Now, of course, if your name is taken, because that can be very common, think about maybe a catchphrase or something or like an addition to your brand, maybe it's, like let's say I was a spa and I called myself BNL and it was a spa. Maybe I could say BNL Day Spa. Um, I could do B L Spa Langley, um, or B L social, Vancouver, if someone took BNL social, um, adding something at the end. If you are brick and mortar and you're specific to a city, you could always do like BNL boutique, Kelowna, um, if you needed to. But I do recommend um, creating a username that has no dots, no underscores, and is super pristine. And is something that you can say out loud and it makes sense. So that is what I challenge you to do. If you have no numbers in your branding, do not put any numbers in your username. Don't do BNL Social 1991. Like, do not do that. Um, That is a faux pas, and it is not going to be helpful at all in any sense. So your username is extremely important here. It's something that you're going to want to really consider working on. And if you have any questions, of course, send us a DM. So once you've chosen your username, of course, triple check the profile photo, make sure it's all centered and looking good, and then you have the opportunity to look at your at your bolded title. Now a lot of people used to think that the bolded title is where you put the name of your business a second time, but that's not actually the case. That is the search engine optimization part of an Instagram bio. So when if people are searching for your service, they that bolded place is going to actually be the thing that brings people to find you. So for us, you can see that BNL has a bolded term saying social media management. Awesome. That's how we've actually been able to get a lot of people finding us from outside of our actual local network, finding our services and inquiring about whether they can like work with us. So people are typing in social media manager or social media management and our bolded title shift has allowed that to change and actually bring inquiries through. My sister, Nicole, who you will be meeting soon on one of these podcasts, is a sleep expert. And so she actually changed her bio to sleep expert. And guess what? She got a bunch of people inquiring to her about how if she can help them with her sleep, with their sleep. So that shift can be a game changer if you are specific to a location, pizza parlors, parlor in Kelowna um that's one that would be perfect hair salon dash Kelowna BC like having that is really important if you're brick and mortar and you're you're needing to be um like found through your location as well but if you're not and you're online maybe like you're a women's fashion boutique inclusive female fashion um like women's boutique Canada um women's boho boutique however you want or women's boho fashion um, however you want to describe your business use that as a tool so people can find you and then of course you've got like your pronouns that you can add in you can also make sure that you have the industry that you're in put in there and then you have your bio which is 150 characters describing who you are what you do how you help and what they can do to learn more so you've got four things to fit into four like concepts or important details that you need to fit into that 150 character limit, do not just put your tagline and leave it there. You need to describe who you are, what you do, how people can get, how people can work with you. These are three things that, well, there's so many things, but I think three, four, who, what, where, when, why. Why would people wanna choose you? Ask these questions while you're building out this bio. I love a good listed emoji bio, but some people prefer sentences. My logic behind the listing piece is people read very quickly and digest information very easily through point form versus a couple sentences. So that is why the point form with the emojis is really lovely and I enjoy it a lot, but it's not absolutely necessary if it does not align with your branding. And then of course, your link should always be the link to your website. Do not send them to a link tree. You do not need to do that. Link tree actually doesn't allow you to have boosted search engine optimization through social linktree gets a lot of google hits and gets a lot of power but your business does not so make sure that your link is in there if you need to create a directory within your website that then takes people to other places for sure but linktree honestly from a professional opinion it doesn't get updated enough it's not fully branded and in alignment and it doesn't do what you need people to do, which is go to your website and explore your page and stay on your page so it becomes a very powerful website that allows you to rank on the most powerful, powerful platform in the world, Google. So that is Instagram. That's the bios. One more thing, of course, highlights. Make sure you've got highlight covers. If you need inspiration for that, canva.com has your back. I usually recommend between five to seven highlights, maybe 10, but do not need to go further than that and really get clear on what kind of folders, which is what highlights are you want to have. Um, So making sure that they're covering all the basics of like who the team is, what goes on behind the scenes, um, different products you offer All of those different things. So that is where you kind of start to organize all of your content that your Instagram stories are going to be. And it kind of sets the tone and helps you organize the type of content you're going to create next in 2022. So I love that. I love doing all that stuff. And then you've got the feed. And that's a whole other ballgame, which I love to teach others. And you can find more information on how to work with us and how to work one-on-one with me as well um, and learn how to curate your Instagram feed so that it becomes successful and is optimized completely so that you have a great new year in 2022 using the power of Instagram to build community, connect with people, and drive sales all at the same time. So that is it for the audit. That was a lot, and I hope that your brain is overwhelmed happily with all this new information and maybe some old information that you already knew but completely forgot to actually implement. And if you have any questions, of course, you can always reach out to our team over at BNL Social, and we'd be happy to support you. And if you learned something new, leave a a comment. We'd love to hear what you loved, what you can't wait to change, and of course, tag us in anything if you're working on something and you want us to see. I hope everyone has a great great rest of your day, evening, morning, wherever you are at. Um, And if something is holding you back from starting an Instagram page or starting a Facebook page, just go for it and lean on the tools that are around to support you. Canva is one of my favorites. It's the best place to get creative and start learning how to build things on a digital platform. And it's so much fun and it's free. So have a great time. Enjoy your social media. Connect with it. We're almost done 2021 and what a whirlwind it has been. I am so grateful for all of you that have supported me along my way in this journey. And I cannot wait to see what 2022 brings for all of us. On the next episode, we are going to be having some great chats um, with a sleep expert and more interviews will be coming in 2022. So I hope everyone has a great day and I will chat with you again soon. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Fly Flamingo Fly with BNL. We are so grateful you stopped by and we hope that something from today's conversation ignited the inspiration you were looking for so that you can keep moving forward towards the life of your dreams. This podcast was produced by BNL Media Consulting with the amazing help of Podigy Podcasts. We'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode, so be sure to leave us a review as well as give us a follow on Instagram at BNL Social. If you need any help with your social media marketing, feel free to visit our website at www.bnlmediaconsulting.com and we would be more than happy to support you. We hope you have an amazing day and we cannot wait to connect with you again next time. Have a good one, everyone.